0: Hello and welcome to this Blood on the Severn Beginnings 1878 Episode 2. I'm uh, Chris playing Ambrose
1: Gorn of Clan Gangle.
2: I'm Alice playing Susanna Willoughby of Clan Torrido.
3: I'm Blair play, playing Temperance of Clan Cappadocian.
4: And I'm Zan playing uh, Thomas Lazarus of Clan Samiti.
0: So tonight we have something very interesting for you guys. Uh, We we're playing, as you know, uh, our series of three one shots that are historical uh, for Blood and the Severn. And we're uh, focusing on each of the factions. So last week it was 1645 Camarilla. And out of that, spoiler alert, a new faction was born as a faction. Um, And that is the the faction of the Autarkis, the Independents, And um, the characters today are all members of the independent faction of Bristol. So a few things just to say, thank you very much to everybody who has helped and supported us. These are really difficult times for everybody and we have struggled to maintain our, our output. So the first big, big thank you goes to our beautiful disaster goals and especially to the four players that we have today, Uh, players last week and players next week, you have saved us. You are the ones that are making this possible. Um, Other than that, be safe and wash your hands. So we're doing this remotely. This is the second time we tried it uh, on online streaming. So if there is any issue, be sure to mention it on the chat, I guess it's that way. I don't remember which way. Um, tell Dylan because this is a Dylan Appreciation Week, he's on the tech ghoul side of things. Um, and uh, this is Victorian era, 1878, Queen Victoria's reign, but this is at a different time. Uh the 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 industrial revolution and and the and the marvels of steam power have come. This in society is a thing. This is the time of Conan Doyle and and uh, Some of the very important novels that would define certain things or aspects of the late 1800s, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde uh, comes to mind, uh, will be done during this era. This is Bristol. And Bristol has been a very important city for the last few hundred years. Not the most important city in England, but right there, um, approaching... Um, the likes of, of Manchester and Liverpool as a port or or London in importance uh, but these new times are hitting harder on Bristol the 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 harbor proper cannot hold bigger ships that the the massive steamboats that are being produced anything over 90 meters cannot go through the through Avonmouth all the way to the harbor so now, some of that business and and some of that that traffic of of, of people and goods is happening, likely detached from Bristol. But that's from the mortal side of things. From the kindred side, from the vampire side of things, the autarkies are pretty much in control of what they want to be, which is trade. That's how it started. And nowadays, they also take care of enforcing certain laws, certain agreement. Um, in the late 1600s, the Accords were signed in which the Anarchs and the Camarilla uh, agreed that with the intervention of the Master of Trade, uh, things would be sort of settled between three factions. And uh, with those three at the head and with um, a lot of important ways of dealing with things, how to deal with, uh, with transgression intersects, um, what happens when one sect gets um, um, disrespected or, or attacked by another, uh, how our votes decided, big decisions, things that like alter domains, all of those things needed at some point someone to enforce them. So the autarkies have taken, some of the autarkies have taken on those. It is important to mention that right now the camarilla is the strongest faction in bristol mainly because about 150 years ago or so 100 um roger smith former uh formerly known as uh roger jenkins the one of the most important figures of the anarch movement and and one of the leaders or baron of their anarch council has disappeared and therefore the the representative of that triad signed in the accords is lost he's not around has not been uh, replaced by anybody and that makes things very difficult because the Camarilla always push to do something, and they only have the anarch vote to stop them. Now, let's go to a Muslim, a small Muslim in an area of Bristol, that is is a hiding place and a, and also a meeting place of two of our characters. Temperance and Thomas are right now in a mausoleum in Thomas Haven. It looks creepy. Very creepy. And it is probably by design and people leave you alone, but also not great if you want to feed around your area. Um and Temperance is finishing the the, the details of a oblivion ceremony. So you could please describe Temperance to us, uh, Blair?
3: Uh, Temperance is a woman in her mid-20s with dark brown hair, very bright blue eyes and skin that is almost the color of milk because that happens (laughs) with (laughs) Gavadossians. Currently, she is uh, finishing scrubbing away a circle she had drawn in blood. Okay. That had held a sp- spirit just moments
0: ago. Okay. And, uh, sander can you uh, describe Thomas? Oh, most certainly.
4: <clears throat> Thomas is an older gentleman in, uh, in his late 50s. Uh, hair starting to bald, uh, pulled back in a, uh, in, what little horseshoe he has left, pulled back in a ponytail wearing uh loose fitting but uh somewhat uh grimy clothes uh, you can see in his uh he it, he uh, wipes a l- he wipes his hands through his uh mutton chops and uh picks up a bottle on the table of uh, deep red wine and uh takes a long drink from it and uh wine. looks to uh temperance
0: so. The, the spirit answers your call, Temperance. Is it done? It is. Is it finished? In uh, and, and the room, for a second, it, you can feel the pain stop. It ceases. And the spirit just looks at you. Smile. thank you. You are released. Our services are done. Temperance and he's just... just. Sorry?
3: Temperance just nods and.
0: Dismisses him. <laughs> bon oui. And in the the Wraith takes up one last look At the corpse that you brought to him. The the corpse of his killer. And... Revenge... Completed. He feels vindicated. And vanishes again to the Shadowland. So... Sander... Oh, Sander. Thomas. This is not the the first time that you've seen temperance commune with the spirits but every single time it is slightly different <clears throat> and you do understand your own bloodline your own you know the the descendants of the baron you understand about this you understand about life and on life and death but what you have known to call the, the true line, the, 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 the originator. Cappadocians, they have a mastery of souls. Well, while, while you have a mastery of that step in between life and death. And, and it's interesting to see those interactions from time to time. The stage is yours. To converse about what just transpired.
3: Well, it's always satisfying to help. So quiet their rage. Uh, do you have plans for the body?
4: I do believe I have a buyer lined up. If you don't mind me taking care of this.
3: Uh, feel free. It's I, I have as many as I currently need for my research.
4: Ah, uh, you're too kind as always, Temperance. Would you care for a glass?
3: I would be delighted.
4: Of course. And uh, Thomas pulls out a second bottle with a glass and
0: uh, continues drinking uh, from his bottle without a glass. Okay. <clears throat> um, sorry, uh, again, if it, at any point uh, the, the display or anything uh, crashes slightly we're trying to sort any technical difficulties um i believe right now we lost alice but she is back um well she will be back soon and um in the meantime let's have a conversation between uh the thomas and temperance so you have not heard from your sire temperance in ages but sometimes you send wraiths to try and see if you can find her if she can establish contact you have mentioned in the past to uh thomas that uh, your efforts have been in vain but at least now you have somewhat of an idea of of a new ceremony that perhaps if he were to help you you both could uh do perform or in order to try to establish a connection through the shadowlands it would involve passage through the shadowlands now how does thomas and temperance feel about physically entering the domain of wraiths
4: yeah I do feel as though it is time for me to fully embrace my role as a psychopomp. It's a journey that I've been curious to make.
3: Shadowlands are an interesting place to physically step in, would the... Okay. quite the experience.
4: Mm, well... Is there anything you would advise me to do to prepare myself?
3: Satiate your hunger.
4: Oh, 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 madame. Hunger is a vice I always feed.
3: Also, make sure you know your mind. Things aren't always what they appear.
4: Ah, um, but with a guide as expertise, as expert as mine, surely we're prepared for anything that might arise. Hopefully. Hmm. Well, I suppose before we send this body off to the morgue, i could indulge myself just a little bit and uh with that thomas will uh take a uh a pen knife from his pocket and uh kind of uh leave a small gash on the uh the fresh corpse's wrist and uh let it flow into the wine bottle Before he, uh, as it fills, he takes it back to his nose and brings it up and takes a deep whiff and goes, "Mm, yes.
3: So have you thought about the ritual? Do you have any concerns? I know stepping into the Shadowlands sounds interesting and thrilling, but there's bound to be some complications.
4: Mm, well, are we in what tradition are we doing this whom are we beseeching as we take our journey
3: we aren't beseeching anyone we're just Uh, using the power that exists
4: uh but there's safety in rituals there not
3: of course uh certain certain things (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, tongue tied. No, it's again. Okay. Certain safety measures m- must be established, but we need not call on any outside power.
4: Well, I hope you don't mind if I reach out to the Baron and ask for a little foresight in this endeavor.
3: Do as you will. Whatever makes him more
4: comfortable. And uh, you see. Uh, you see Thomas pull out a uh, large uh, cigar and uh, begin to uh, puff on it uh, a little animatedly since uh, the breathing motion doesn't quite come as naturally as it used to uh, as he takes a uh, another deep drop from his uh, from his wine bottle
0: and this is this is an, an, an interesting setup in which <clears throat> as we were discussing uh, Thomas and temperance are sitting two. Old friends, very old friends, in a graveyard outside a mausoleum, in what could be a sort of a makeshift DIY uh, garden chairs, um, in which Thomas is sitting lazily with a with a cigar, and and his bottle, and um, and Temperance is sitting opposite him with the wine, wine that was uh, offered to her. Um, the mysteries of of life and death and death are always there. And it's been millennia since your clan and bloodlines have tried to to find what has happened and what will happen. But if someone knows exactly what is happening, it's Susanna Willoughby. She is in the era. The night comes and you feel your body reanimate itself. Those connections in your brain starting to kick off. You're no longer dead. You are alive. And the first thing you would do is pull on that lever and have that gush of steam coming out. There is, of course, someone outside saying, "Um, Miss Willoughby, um, you have a visitor.
2: Oh, Bring him in.
0: Uh, It's Josiah
2: oh okay um then bring him in quickly thank you
0: and um they quickly scoot but your house is already coming to life as you are coming to life and you have that temporal stupidity moment that comes with with waking up Mm -hmm. but this is not you coming to your senses this is you getting your senses back they were gone you were dead for as long as the sun (coughs) was out and now no more you're alive and you're moving and you are pumping and you're feeling it and you hear the clicking and clanking, the clockwork and the machinery, the gears rolling and do- and 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 pushing. The steam, the the room starts getting warmer as you start getting ready. Wonderful. By the by the time you get to uh, the the living room, your sire is there. Ah, oh, Susanna, ragazza. Bella, Bella, um, as well, always.
2: Um, how are you?
0: Um, I am very well. I am very well. Thank you for asking. I have, I have come here to, to talk to you about these new ideas that I have.
2: Oh, with... wonderful! Would you like breakfast while we talk?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes,
2: right, for she sure. She goes over to her sort of, um, kitchenette. Uh, and um uh p- pushes a few buttons pulls a few levers and this um uh kind of egg making machine <laughs> starts cracking eggs um scrambling them uh sort of mechanically puts them into a sort of plate as well um and after a little while she brings it over to a little table and sits down with us there
0: so um the the, the whole experience in the process it's it's amazing because you're just there as a witness, and and at some point you feel behind you your sire who, who looks you know curious and interested of what you're doing, and you're not cracking any eggs, you're not putting any bacon. Things are being taken by the machine, and and tiny little hammers are hammers are, are cracking the eggshell and then put it in like moving it around. The plates are put there in the, like a little um, railway. And, and at some point, one of the levers makes a little a steam engine, push them around. Yeah. Uh, thing, things that are very over-engineered, stupidly oh, yeah. mechanized. But something it's that adorable.
2: takes, like, it should take maybe two minutes and it takes like 10.
0: <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like, like that. But it is, it is great. And by the time it reaches you, the food is well done. And the eggs are well done, and you—you you have been thinking about how to do it with the salt and not having it spill out. But you—you you would rather have it manually for the time being. Your sorry part takes on breakfast with you, and—and and for the first time, he actually said, "Hmm, you did not burn the bacon, and the I eggs are on point." Wow! Did you finish? I, I assume you finished your calculations on the distance of the. Yes, yes. I that.
2: did the work last night. Um, I wasn't sure. I thought maybe I'd overcompensated, but I think they're good. I think, I think
0: they're they, good is, This is a, a very good breakfast. I mean, it's very, as as you always know, it's not not practical, no. and that's what I love about it. This is art; it doesn't need to be practical, but it's still very very yummy now let's discuss this new thing so new ideas and new things are your thing
2: Mm -hmm. absolutely
0: but i would like to have all of my garden illuminated with this electrical lighting oh i want to see the flowers in the early moments of the evening when they're still like the sun just left them yes i mean i i paid handsomely for a a gardening architect to do that. And now the prospect of having electric lighting, electricity, I mean, no more gas lamps that need to be very dim or very close. And no, 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 we will not have it.
2: I suppose. Yes, no, I mean, it's practical, isn't it? Um,
0: Yes, yes, but the garden, the garden needs to be seen in its beauty.
2: Oh, absolutely. um I, I only wonder with with electricity. You, it's it's so quiet and it's so unassuming that you you lose. You don't see the work in it. You don't hear the noise. You don't. I don't know. Ah, um, uh, ragazza,
0: ragazza, cara mia. Eh, it's not. It's not a thing. Uh, I. Electricity is a tool for me. I want to have it inside my house and to illuminate my paintings, but I do not understand there's such a thing. You do. You're the smart one. I know it's not something that you would like, but maybe, perhaps, perhaps, electricity inside one of your train wagons. I mean, you've been working with the, with the yeah. railways. Have they thought about putting electricity inside the The trains
2: no i don't think so
0: see and then you can have your noise and your heat and your steam and electricity as well
2: that's great no i yes no i think that's that's much better
0: excellent then please try to find as much as you can about that
2: absolutely um come come visit um anytime and i'll 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 work as much as i can and then you can don't
0: overwork yourself you have a couple of days still and and you just finished your last work so thank you for a delicious breakfast
2: you're very welcome
0: and um and please can 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 you make more of these at the same time
2: more, more eggs
0: as as in how many people can be served because i'm thinking of having a, a little get together
2: oh no i can make like a double triple quadruple egg machine for sure um i'll see i i'm sure at least five
0: maybe six excellent well then i'll leave you to it um, you. also um this um uh, ambrose ambrose the new guy
2: oh yes yeah he will be all coming
0: right. to you later tonight all
2: right wonderful
0: excellent. i look forward to it see you take Bye. care Thanks. and your sire departs. i in the in the excitement of what has transpired I did not have a chance to allow you to describe Susanna to us sorry about that
2: that's fine um she's quite small she's about five foot three five foot four she's got a long um long blonde hair in a sort of messy braid um she probably would have been wearing gentlemen's clothes um just for the comfort of her own home um, but quite simple um, and she's probably got grime and, and dirt and sort of machinery residue on it
0: brilliant now there are areas in, Br- in Bristol that are very quiet very calm barely inhabited really and is in this it is in these sort of places that we find Ambrose so could you would you care to describe him Chris? Yeah, sure. So
1: Ambrose is around uh five foot ten. He's got uh long hair, kinda just coming down to like his shoulders a little bit above that. Uh kinda just dangling loose uh light brown hair. He's got uh everlasting five o'clock shadow and a small uh indent on his chin.
0: Excellent. And right now you are in the in the outskirts of uh Bristol, around the area of Nailsea and Backwell and those villages. Early in the evening, you, of course, living out there in the... in wherever. uh, A barn or or a shed. uh, Until you can make a haven out of anything. You've been here very, very little. And it's been complicated. But tonight you feed. And the farmland is Perfect for it, if you want if you would please make a. A feeling check uh, with your. Um, animal can and if I'm not mistaken. It was your. Um, uh, can, composure. your can. There we go. That's enough. That's a good role, two successes. So you end up um, in, in one of the the areas around the farmland, a couple of of farmers would have some, some stables in which they would have uh, draft horses and you would gently feed off of one. You are not wanting to feed too much. You don't want to overdo it in an area you don't know, but you have been told that this sort of area is kind of safe for for these these independents that you have sort of joined. Um, Yeah, you have no love for the Camarilla, sure, sure. But the Anarchs seem to be a little too extreme in their views. And these seem to be an an odd faction. Now, as you feed and you take your hunger back to one, which would be the level of hunger that everybody is having right now, um, you you leave quietly and, and you can hear some noises. Probably, that, like, they are people. They're, that's definitely people. They're not very far from what you are. When you're leaving the stables, you find out that there is some giggling behind the stables. It is a looks to be a young couple it's a man and a woman and they are not rolling in the hay figuratively but sort of literally they are laying down in the hay um caressing and kissing each other a little too passionately you you can feel sort of that innocent young love in them and they're right there. Not five meters away. Do anything? You think anything?
1: I Ambrose kind of uh hears the sound of Papsum like bumping up against like the the sh- the stables with the horses and uh almost uh knowing that he himself is in the Almost as an awkward situation as they are, uh, his own private little situation here that he doesn't particularly want to get out of, um, but also listening to the sounds of it and the, the kind of, uh, the, the, the young, the kind of like young love, that sort of thing in his head. He's just thinking this, uh, is seen it before boy meets girl boy knocks up girl girl is completely done donezo like uh and he has this like brief moment where the inner cynic in him just wants to speak up and it's held in check by his common sense and with that he kind of just like slips out and uh as
0: he walks away just mutters under his breath like have fun and um and yes and it has been difficult for for ambrose to to connect in any level um with mortals or with with society or the changes that have happened but this is this is a clear example you you have seen a lot maybe not everything and there's of course plenty of things that can surprise you still but the day-to-day brings no interest to you anymore as you then would take um a carriage back to the city of bristol and uh, by the time you get there even though it is not uh, a a city that is lit everywhere with electricity there is electricity and there is also gas lamps in, in certain areas and there is a very vibrant downtown and it's full of people and on on the way to Temple Meads, where the rail station is, and where you will meet uh, Susanna, you get to, to see the, the noise and the, and the laughter of others living and undead. Now, your beast still, you have a little bit of hunger, and they always ask for a little bit of blood. But it's it's your own self that's keeping it in check. Because you don't drink from them. You had your meal. They can leave you alone. The worst comes the worst part comes when you get to the train station. It is loud, it is dirty, it is hot, it is muggy. Or at least where Susanna is working, which is in the steam engines, and then in repairing steam engine. So, um, approaching the middle of the night, Susanna, Ambrose shows up in the workshop. Oh, hello! You you will have to shout to understand each other. Don't shout to the microphone. We want to <laughs> preserve people's ears, but imagine it, this is a shouted conversation until they move to a, a quieter yeah. area.
2: Um, haven't seen you in a while.
0: I'm, uh,
1: making the rounds. It's it's almost louder in here than it is out there. You know that, right?
2: I I hadn't noticed. It's great. Gosh, no, it's wonderful. Are you, um, wh- where have you been recently? It's. I haven't seen you in the city for a while.
1: Uh, I... I- I still haven't uh, set myself up with a, oh. a place to stay, so I'm uh, making my way around the outskirts, kind of going from uh, place to place, home to home. Okay. Just uh, wait until I can find a place to uh, put a roof over my head and keep the sun out of my house.
2: Yes. Well, you know, if you, if you need any help, um, I can. I'm happy to give you a hand or we'll give you a place to stay. You're always welcome. Um, in my workshop.
1: I know. We uh, we trade in favors, but uh, I like it
0: when people owe me, not the other way around.
2: Fair
0: play. Fair play. Um... And that is a reminder that, yes, the Anarchs trade in favors, and that is the probably the most profitable thing. You are working with a guild. You're a chartered member. And uh, it, as it turns out, in the middle of this night, which is the eighteenth of September of 1878. Um, you are all approached, which is not difficult. Um <clears throat> an envoy from from the anarchs shows up at Sands uh Th- Thomas uh Haven and um at uh, Susana's uh, workshop, uh, notifying you that you have been summoned by the teacher. Um, it's quite urgent. Uh, well,
4: <laughs> thank you for uh, sending that message our way. Well, uh, we'll be sure to leave promptly.
0: On Susanna's end,
2: um, wonderful. Is it um, is it urgent?
0: Uh, yes, most urgent. Okay,
2: all right, that's fine. We'll um get that get there as soon as we can. She says, like, arms deep in like a machine. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, yes, I'll just finish this
0: tonight. Tonight would would be like as 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 right now, if possible. Thank thank you. Miss okay. and Thank you. Turns around and leaves.
2: Fine, fine. Um, right.
0: So you all need to make your way to uh where the teach is. He is right now in Spike in Island, uh basically where where nowadays the essays Great Britain sits, but now back then um he he would not be right that area. Just Around uh, Gas Lane in in, in those parts, um, and he has this this house uh, that he's using sort of a as a headquarters or office where people come and go with the jobs. Um, uh, Susanna and Ambrose would get there first, uh, but they're made to wait until Thomas and Temperance show up, and then you are all scene to um the teacher's uh room and he's there and there's a massive table this is a man probably in his late 30s early 40s with uh black hair and and in a bushy beard and in a, a mean air about him but you know he's a businessman and he he does what he does and he's working around with lots of papers and charts and, and maps and naval routes and things like that. And when you come on, step in, step in. Uh,
4: Thomas holds the door open for everyone else before slowly sauntering in
0: himself. Thank you. And he he looks a little like for a second, he looks at Ambrose. As in, why is he here? Then he turns to see Susanna. It's like, oh, right. Yeah, they're supposed to be together and goes back to his senses. Hmm. So there's been. This is not the usual thing I would ask of you, Thomas and uh, Temperance we have we have something to investigate but the coppers cannot be involved any something you probably consider beneath you because it's 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 a mortal who has been killed which is not what i would expect a mariner to to deal with but but this is a goal of one of the Camarilla Princess advisors. And uh, she's cashing in Boone's ode to keep to, to make this an investigation. She said she wanted the best, so I thought of you. Now it happened near the looms, Susanna. Yeah. So the it happened near the looms. So the machinery theater I, I don't know. No,
2: no, no. Absolutely
0: no. That's what we call you. You're the you're an unexpe- You're our specialist in that. There is not much I can tell you. It happened earlier tonight. Uh, the name of the man. Oh, I have it right here. And he starts like rustling papers and trying to figure out what uh What he has and what he hasn't had, and uh, and and I do promise I have it on my notes. Do you still have the body for us? It's there. It's there. We close it off. No one is going in. No one's going out. But we have to be quick and make haste. Um. This is Jonathan. Jonathan Marston. That's the name of the of the boy that died. Well. I say boy. He's a man, but he was a ghoul. I I d I don't care. Favors were cashed in, boons were exchanged, and um and someone of the prince's court wants this solved. So I know it's immortal, but I mean she's getting she's getting her her money's worth, okay?
2: Is Carlos is he big? sketchy can i roll like inside or something is he, he like- oh he
0: he is a hundred percent every single time you have had a conversation with him as sketchy as you can imagine oh, okay. as i have portrayed him he <laughs> always seems like he is not not giving you all the information or not doing, but that has never given you professional issues now out okay. you have probably never met him outside because you're fairly young-ish you have never met met him outside of the of, of, of the line of work but he's always shady he's always like that so of course of course there will be uh compensation and um this will manifest in a minor boon.
5: Mm.
0: So, we will see how how we deal with that.
4: And what's to be done with the body after this? Is it to be returned to the ghouls?
0: Mm. Master? I told her I didn't want to deal with that. We don't deal with that anymore. We are no longer... We don't want to be involved with anything that deals with ghouling and the like. Um, That's why she's paying and cashing in and trying to get this sorted. That's that's the issue with all this. Uh, So she'll send someone to pick her up. To pick him up. Sure. Just find out what happened. Just another thing that you need to figure out and provide us with a report. If there is someone that needs chasing, then maybe we can squeeze her more, squeeze more favors out of her. Understood?
5: Yes.
0: Okay. I got a, I got a, um, a coach outside waiting for you, so you can make haste. Fantastic.
4: Thank you very much. Thomas puts on his uh, his silk hat that he's taken off and puts it back on his uh, slightly shiny head and uh, opens the door for everyone else.
0: Okay, and as you part, this is a, a good moment to to talk to people about our chronicle tenets. Now, the reason that um, the teacher is squeezing favors and boons and 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 the reason one of the the Camarilla would spend them so much for for a cool it would be because of the outlook of the world right now and the chronicle tenants are that outlook of the world right now the chronicle tenants for 1878 bristol are of course my faction right or wrong that is defining um, tenet of Blood on the Severn, and with three factions veying for power, it is always relevant. It was 200 years ago, it will be 200 years from now. Some things never change. Others, however, do change, and do change uh, massively. The The Victorian era is a, is, is a moment where Upholding the norms of decent this, this society is very important. And that's our second tenet, upholding the norms of decent society. That means no uh, murder, hobo, crazy stuff of killing people in the streets or, or going about uh, making an ill name for yourself. The The Victorian society can be quite um, pointed on that. But behind closed doors, anything goes. So... Upholding the norms of decent society is uh, our, one of our core tenets. But perhaps the one that is relevant right now is that slavery is evil. We are post the time of the um, slavery being abolished. And um, right, right now, the prevailing social sort of mandate is about the personal freedoms that come with it. And that extends to kindred, bloodbunds, ghouls. Those are a form of slavery and those are not well seen. So someone somewhere out there is gaining stains for having a ghoul. And now the ghoul is dead. But to have that investigated, you will have to ask for favors. So you are taking in a, in a coach all the way to the the industrial area area not era well yes you are there but you are then well uh, my English oh my god so you are taking back to uh, through Bristol into the the industrial area in which the the textile industry they usually do of course everything you would imagine but some um, big looms that are steam powered and and machined deal with canvas for sails because of the of the harbor still being here and and some sail ships being still relevant and in this is the case of the place where you can find uh, the well what is left of the body of Jonathan Marston.
2: Susanna is like first out of the coach, like right out there <laughs> looking okay. at everything around, just taking it all in for a little while until she's otherwise pulled along by the other by the group.
0: Okay. Uh, so you go out, you're uh, like the looms have been shut down, everything, some of the, you can see of some of the cauldrons, you can feel the heat emanate. Um, and and you can see condensation in some of the pipes that would uh, be conducive of the steam. So it tells you that it's been off for no more than an hour or two. Um, For the rest of you, the the scene is gruesome. So um, the the looming machines uh, tend to have lots of moving parts that they cross together and then a wire send and then they cross back and that sort of scissoring movement can be devastating if it catches an unguarded limb mm. that's not the case with this man it was more than a limb he fell sideways to it now um, if you um, want to do anything the the place of course it has blood in places that it shouldn't have um it's a it's a tall structure um they have brought uh people have brought lamps uh, gas lamps to illuminate as much as possible well I
4: I will be the gentleman here and let anyone else who wants to take a look at it take a look at it before i offer my expertise
2: no i'm actually quite all right thank you
3: (laughs) temperance steps forward and gets pretty close to the body and is examining the wounds for a moment Uh, does it seem like this person was alive when they were when they fell in or like someone threw the body in
0: well you could try to do a an intelligence plus medicine roll if you have it or you
3: i also have a specialty with cadavers
0: oh my god you're good so you roll uh your roll your intelligence plus uh medicine and in the modifier at a plus one die from your not creepy at all specialty <laughs> oh that's uh that's two successes which l- you have enough to know that the person was not alive or had just passed when they were thrown in this that but you you have no idea what the cause of death is but you do know it was not being i don't know how to say it in english but in spanish the word is well it's not good let's <laughs> let's do it at that um but he do you did that
3: before they before he was, was put in here.
0: That piques Thomas's attention, uh, the interest, because, I mean, first thing you would believe is like, yeah, yeah he was killed by this. But now, what are the reactions well, of the others? Sorry, sorry about that. Uh,
4: uh, child, is there anything that you think you can learn from this? You're here to learn, aren't you? He says, looking to Ambrose.
1: If uh, uh, sh- I, I actually, I'm a little off guard. I wasn't expecting him to be talking to me of all people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always thought you were the expert on bodies, but uh, if he wasn't killed here, I guess uh, we we look for signs of some sort of fight or. Uh, that the body was brought here. We find out if he wasn't killed here, we find out, or he, this didn't kill him. Uh We find out where and how he was killed.
2: I mean, usually uh, in establishments like this, there's a sort of foreman or someone, or someone just poshing around taking care yeah. of things. I wonder if there's anyone to, would have seen them.
0: Well, you, you could certainly ask the people around.
2: Yeah, there's
4: before we go getting outside parties involved, why don't I take a look okay, cool. and uh, Thomas will walk over to the corpse and take a deep drag off of the uh, the cigar, slowly breathe out over the face and uh, use his ability CSI shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is OK, it's, it's um, anachronistically named. Um, of part of the lore sheets of the Hecata of the Samedi. Do me a witch plus alertness roll difficulty three. Let's come right up. Uh, there's my
4: alertness. Witch plus alertness.
0: Yeah, he's in a, an awareness roll using wits. Yep. Ooh, right, right on it. Three successes, nice. exactly what you needed. No more, no less. You take a drag, puff some smoke, and then you can smell. It smell like almonds? Hazel? No. Oh, you recognize that smell. It doesn't smell like anything to other people. Mm. It didn't even smell like anything to you when you were alive. But now, now you know. Arsenic.
4: And I'll heighten my senses just
0: to uh, make sure I get a good whiff of it. Absolutely. And yes, it confirms. Like arsenic in real life has no odor but there is about like a 2% of the world population that can smell it. And it has like a nutty hazelnutty or almondy um, smell to it. And that's what you were feeling. And you know that this is not something that came with you, your body when you were born. This is something you gained after you were embraced. And and yes, you have encountered mortals that can sort of identify it. By space. Well, and you get a good whiff and yes yes it is it is arsenic he was poisoned before being thrown into the loom mm. well temperance is right you
4: didn't die here he was poisoned some time ago arsenic
5: god
2: i mean i hate to be callous but if, if you're going to poison someone and kill them then why go to the trouble of then putting their bodies through a loom? It seems like a great deal of effort.
1: Because if you've been mulched, they don't look for another cause of death. They don't look for poison.
2: Oh, no, actually, no. (laughs) Point.
0: Uh, Thomas, you see that this guy has at least the basic rudimentary thinking of a mariner in that way, a sort of law enforcement, probably is in his background. You don't know, but that kind of reasoning of motive or what he said, of like if look, he, if he didn't die here, he, then we would find where he actually died. Those, those are things that you could see because he's still looking for a place in the Anarchs. It could be as a mariner. You never know. He hasn't had that stint yet, but mm-hmm. You're all I'll supposed uh, to be on the lookout. I won't say
4: anything to him, but I'll I'll note it. Cool. Can't give the can't give the child too
0: big of a head before it's time. Um yes, autarkis Sorry, the autarkis. I say that said something wrong. Like, apparently. It's okay.
3: Yeah, you said you kept saying anarchs.
0: Oh my god, why? I'm an idiot. No, sorry, it's autarkies. it's independent autarkis Bad storyteller, bad storyteller. So <laughs> Um, Susanna, are you gonna uh, pursue I, your I, line of yeah. thought and talk to the foreman?
2: Going to turn to the other three and say, "Right, well, if we've um, done this, I'm going to go and have a chat with whoever's here. If that's all right with you guys."
0: Go right ahead.
2: Right. Okay. Just a mo, and then I'm gonna go and find a foreman.
0: Ambrose, do you go with her or do you stay with um, Temperance and Thomas and the body?
1: I'm a very different kind of chat, but I'm going to go with and kind of just stand behind her. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my definition of chat is that uh, I have this feeling that my
0: definition of chat is very different to hers. So I'm literally <laughs> just going to go stand behind her. <laughs> OK, cool. They they the, the the people that are there, there are some um, Marin, oh, Sorry, some ghouls um uh, of the goals some neonates of the uh, uh, of the autarkies and you do do not recognize a couple of people you would assume they're camarilla okay but they do bring the foreman to you wonderful okay and it, it is a man that has been clearly beaten <laughs>
5: right.
2: his
0: color has been fixed and someone sort of did his tie for him because you can see how it is. And his hat is has been put in his face, but he has a black eye, his lip is swelling, some blood that has been wiped, and of course some dirt on him. So he has been he he has been clearly beaten not ten minutes ago.
2: Right. Um as he's brought to me, is it Artakus or Camarilla who bring the foreman over? Ah, uh, Camarilla. Um, I just give them a look, and I say, was, like, "Was this you?"
0: Um, he fell. Didn't you? Right. Yes, yes, I I'm, I'm, I'm most gravely down the stairs.
2: Right. Okay. Come, come, come with me. That's a good chap, and I'm going to find a and that place away from the Camarilla and it looks at you, looks
0: at the man, looks at you again and goes with you
2: Yes, no, it's fine, come on Um, right, I'm, gosh, I'm terribly sorry about all that Uh, you've just, take a seat, take a seat Um, have they asked you what you saw in the last hour or two?
0: That's the only thing I've been asked
2: Okay, all right. Um, I'm assuming they weren't very happy with your answer. No. Okay. Well, I'm I'm not here to hurt you. Um, I just want to have a chat. Um, is there anything? If you try really hard to remember, is there anything bizarre or unusual?
5: No,
0: no, sir, sir. M- Mister Mister Marsden would would come on like normally in some evenings to, to check them on the work after we finish and uh, and to to get the papers done yeah. it's not it's not it's not unusual for him to be on the late shift this is one this is one of his business ventures he's not the direct owner he and he tries to like you know do the over the check uh over the shoulder check that no one is around before he throws gossip but but, but when he turns to the side <laughs> that he has a black eye, he has to turn his whole body No. it is said that the that the, the mistress that is running the looms during the day um well, they say that the, mrs joanna is, is his is his lover but I, I do not believe it. I've never seen anything like Zora in, in here in the night. He he's just uh, he's just the, the the real owner of this. Miss Joanna is, is just the manager.
2: And do you see Joanna often?
0: Oh she yeah. Every day.
2: Every day, okay. Hmm. You've never seen them th- have you seen them together? If
0: not in home. an improper way, never, no. Wait, okay, of they course they have, course have a good... A good. It's a very professional, proper relationship.
2: Okay. Absolutely. Um, I turn over to Ambrose and I give him like a, come on, give it a go kind of
5: look.
1: Ambrose has spent this entire time looking at the, the guys from the Camarilla who I'm guessing are still around, kind of like looking over. Yeah, the, they're waiting. Uh, they're, literally,
0: they're waiting for you to be done with the guy.
1: Basically, uh, I, I spent the like, I literally have ignored pretty much everything that's said, and I actually just go and walk over when, like, if you like, look over to me and you're like, Ambrose, can you help me? I actually just walk over to, to those guys, <laughs> okay, and um, I point down to the uh, to the mulched guy, mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, I asked, I, I first off, I'm uh, actually first off, I go up to them and I'm like. He didn't tell you anything extra when you beat him, did he?
0: Um, When he fell. No, he didn't. Into your fist. <laughs> and he loses a little bit of his composure and straightens his, his jacket. We were looking for information. Apparently, he says that Mr. Jonathan was the owner of this place, but he was not the owner of the place. So that's very suspicious, isn't it? I
1: mean, he's a ghoul. He might be running it for someone else.
0: And uh, as you say that, he clearly is distasteful for him to admit that you are right. He doesn't want to engage in that. He just looks to the side well would you please let us know when you finish questioning him we will be taking them with us
1: can you uh try and make sure he doesn't have any more fools he's a clumsy kind of guy i will see what i can do but i may So, uh, one more question for you, buddy, and then I'll uh, I'll get out of your hair. Uh, the guy down there, the mulched guy, hmm. who in the camera is ghoul? Is he?
0: Someone important. What is it to you? You have a job to do, right? I'm just trying to uh
1: to do my job. Find out what went on, get you guys the answers. We're
0: working for you. Technically, we're in this together. Okay. So you're trying to keep a cool face and trying to get him to 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 heed. Um, give me a I would say we're in this together. I mean, yeah. You you can try to do it through Um, composure plus persuasion or um, unless you want to intimidate him intimidation but it would what if you're just trying to convince him straight out it would be just a composure plus persuasion roll okay just the composure let's try it (laughs) i have no persuasion (laughs) It is a success, nonetheless. And it's good that you didn't get any successes on your hunger diet. It would have been a messy critical. Um, you don't get to convince him of anything, of, of saying what the, the person is. But but he he does, he'll tell you this listen we're in this together but when when someone with the power of vent true moves that power to get answers i think everybody should get together don't you think uh can I
1: can I make an educated guess on what kind of uh of of clan he is? Like I'm like I'm going to like is he got like is his knuckles yes. the ones that have signs of someone yes. falling on the floor on them?
0: Yep. Yes. Uh, he he does have signs uh of of being sort of like recently in a scrap. I uh uh
1: does uh do, could I make a guess whether he looks like more like Bruja
0: or Gangrel or mm, you would be hard pressed. But if you if you had to put your money somewhere and he was Camarella, it would be closer to Bruja.
1: I uh I don't think your venture master will uh give a shit if you wake up tomorrow night in all honesty but uh thanks and i will uh i'll walk back to uh to Susanna.
0: okay Just give me a second Do-do-do. you see him take a deep breath because you you throw those lines like like things like needles going through him and he he could even if he was a gangrel that is that is something that is very true of the camera right? the lords don't care about the others especially the elders don't care about the neonates so regardless of his clan that made that would have made angry anybody but he he managed to stay composed Susanna, are you... Um, Yeah, as
2: Ambrose comes back, I probably um, just turn to him and and say quietly under my breath. Um, So what did they say?
1: They, uh, you know what, maybe not in front of this guy. Are you finished?
2: Yes, yes. I was, um, I turned back to the chap and if he still looks like he's in pain, she'd probably like pat her... Sort of her dress and her pockets and, and find um, a little kind of little very small box and give it to him and be like um this is for the pain um and it's got some good old-fashioned victorian <laughs> pain drug painkiller pain pain um, <laughs> yes
0: it's victorian era but we do not advocate the use of any of those animals. Yes.
2: Victoria. and haven't
0: had done that for yeah. hundreds of years so it's just
2: um Yes, she just passes it to him and says, "Um, thank you very much for your help.
0: He takes it, he, thank you, and he takes, opens it, puts a pinky, and puts it in his pocket, straightens his jacket, stands up.
1: Before he goes, can I I activate uh, Eyes of the Beast? and uh which turns uh ambrose's yeah. uh gray eyes to like a piercing red and uh in the like deepest kind of like growl i can sort of manage i'll be like there
0: wasn't anything you've uh,
1: neglected to tell us was
0: there do you have the intimidation skill at all yes okay and do. you don't need to even roll because that also adds on top of your dice. Then the mind gets a little paler. No, 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 nothing, nothing. I've not left this place. Um, he was supposed to be working and he, and he was in his studio. That's that's it, that's all I know.
1: And then, uh, the eyes just go back to normal. Perfect. <laughs> wow, what a psycho move! <laughs> have, a, uh, have a good evening
0: mystery. And I will like pat him on the back as he walks away. <laughs> and he goes I mean and now and now he seems a little too eager to go back to the people <laughs> who hit him. Um, I said to
2: Ambrose, and I say nicely done. Didn't know you had it in you.
1: Okay. I'm uh more than a more than a pretty face. Really? <laughs> With this like clear like kind of like sarcasm <laughs> coming to the voice.
0: So um well, you are still all of you are in the looms. Anything else you wanna do? Something uh, you
3: wanna <laughs> While they're off talking to people, I uh-huh. look at the body and I'm going to activate the binding fetter.
0: The binding fetter. So that would be oblivion.
3: Oh, one
0: oblivion Yeah. Okay. So you're trying to uh, determine. Oh, okay, here it is. So okay, um, this 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 bears a little bit of explanation. So we are, of course, using not one but two of bloodlines that are showcased in the in the upcoming, very successfully funded in Kickstarter uh, project from Onyx Path Publishing, "Calls of the Blood Gods," where the Hecata as a clan is uh described and and it's in its bloodline, um, the giovanni the cappadocian lamia samedi so in this in this case uh, also they talk about new powers of the of the discipline that they share with the lasombra oblivion and the binding fetter is is um an oblivion power that allows to uh, allows in this case, it allows temperance to identify objects or locations that are important to ghosts. Fetters are sort of like icons that bind uh, the dead to their existence. And um, in the case of temperance, knowing those fetters and if, they're, if they have any significance to, uh, to an undead, they could be used for potentially ceremonies, uh, the equivalent of rituals. Uh, so I'm gonna ask you, Temperance, to make a Wits plus Oblivion difficulty 3 roll.
3: And I did, uh, four successes.
0: Oh my god. Wow. Oh, there it is in my table. Yeah. It is, it is enough. And, um... In this area... Well, actually, you do identify something. And it's on the body of this man. And it's a ring that he's hold, that he has on his hand.
3: Uh, I'm going to attempt to take the ring without the Camarilla people noticing.
0: Well, the people that are around are uh, your people. Like, sort of like, the, you send, they send the... The, the people who are going to investigate, and they're moving it around. The teacher is basically handling the political situation right now. Um, yeah, but he I'm does have a ring.
3: Ready, okay.
0: <clears throat> uh, and- while
4: she's taking the ring, I'm going to offer a little bit of cover and uh, activate uh, all. Mm. Uh, while I take a deep drop from the bottle and say, uh, well, it uh, it looks like everything here has been settled. Why don't uh, why don't you all go home now? Nothing to see
0: here. People focus on you, not her. That is a very good distraction. Um, and by the time um, Susanna and Ambrose uh, come back from the questioning, Temperance is standing up again, um, and she straightened her dress. Of course, sort of palming the ring in the process. Um, the the people around it nod in acknowledgement. Yeah, okay. Um, we'll notify the Camarilla that they can take the body. then You have everything you need. Uh, I'm gonna make
4: sure I touch it before we leave, just in case. Okay. And uh, you do. Uh, and and uh, I'll refill my one no it's a it's a ghoul that's a terrible idea Never that's mind. a terrible oh. thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> i think i think thomas goes for it in a slightly addled state and then realizes his mistake not today not today <laughs> not for payment Liz.
6: Okay you,
1: before we leave, can I do a quick search uh, to see like if I can work out where the if I think he's been killed elsewhere, where the body would have been brought in from, or if there's any signs of where the body was was brought in, or if there's any signs of that it was like maybe he was just like maybe it could be that he was like the the poison kicked in and he fell into the mulcher, that sort of thing. I'm looking for that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You could you could make an investigation roll, and I would assume that uh, it, it would be with intelligence, unless you wanna be there for a while um, and being very meticulous. But if it's just a, a, a if it's just a quick look, even it's wits plus uh, investigation. If it's what you're trying to do is like a quick glance and move around. It would be wits plus investigation. Uh, anyone, you're doing this on your own, right? No, I also
4: Uh, get, I would, I'd like to aid him as well. I, if
1: people want to assist, that'd be cool. yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, we're using one of our own house rules for, uh, aid. Who has the, who has the investigation skill and helping? Uh, I have investigation at three. Okay. So, uh, Thomas does not give you an additional die; he just gives you an outright success. Okay. Because he he's good at what he does. Um, are you helping as well, Susanna?
2: Yeah, but I only have a two.
0: Okay, but you do have the skill, so you give him a die. Oh. Uh, are you assisting um, uh, Temperance, or are you still dealing with your with uh, findings?
3: I'm still dealing with my findings. But
0: okay. I don't have an investigation anyway. Okay, so do a wits plus investigation roll, add one circumstantial uh, uh, bonus to your thing, and at the end, add one success. Yep, I did.
1: Uh, I did the roll already, so I'm just gonna do a quick rouse to get a, a die to see if this one's
0: okay. So three total, three successes. Okay. So with three successes, you do of course. You already knew he died of something different than this. And a quick look on top in sort of like in the, in the walkways and the ganders in the, in the roof of what would be the the part where the machines are. There is a sort of a walkway on top and you can sort of see, and then um, with the help of, of, the, the good eye side of both Susanna and uh, Thomas, you identify a piece of torn cloth up there. And it doesn't seem to be from the clothes this guy has on. Mm-hmm. And with that, we are going to pause for a break. So, um, first of all, a big, big, big shout out to Dylan who is being very patient with us.
6: Hello, there we go, on stream. Hello, hello. Ooh, I now,
0: light on the sweet, sweet voice of the dilly. Mm.
6: Uh, sorry, hang on. Uh, okay, I got some questions for you all. Let me just hmm. pull them up. Sorry, this is being very unprepared. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry <about> that, <laughs> That's okay. Um... Uh, okay, <clears throat> so Becca Zephyr is asking, mm-hmm. what uh, inspired your character? So, a quick inspiration for uh, some of your character ideas and what went into them.
0: Okay, so for those of you playing the home game, Udo Sarafa is Phil. Mm-hmm. So Phil is asking, well, what gave you ideas for your characters? Let's go uh, in order: um, Chris,
1: the idea sure. for Ambrose. Uh, basically, I kind of wanted to, to do a character who's, uh, who's kind of like, learned to be very uh, self-sufficient um, as part of the way he was, he was kind of like, brought into to Unlife. Um, but also, uh, he's constantly looking for uh, fun. He's been around for a couple hundred years now. Um, and a lot of things are very boring. Mortals are boring. The Camarilla are boring. They pretend to be better than they are. The Anarchs pretend to be the Camarilla and just say they're not. Uh, So he's always looking for some sort of challenge and something to kind of like keep the hook in and keep kind of like uh, post-life engaging. Nice. Um, Alice? Yeah, no,
0: uh, it's
2: kind of and um, just wanted a character who, I knew I wanted Toreador, but something a little bit different and a little bit more practical and hands-on. Um, and Victorian era kind of technology really, really worked with that. Um, I also like the idea of a character who's like, in the modern day, their entire internal monologue would just be the Thomas the Tank Engine theme tune, like everyone ever can. <laughs> Um but yeah.
0: Okay, Um, Blair? Um.
3: I was thinking about the Victorian era and things that, trying to think, find something that just I could latch onto to start with character with, and the first thing I thought of was Victorian morning clothes, which Uh. I actually forgot to mention (laughs) when we were introducing our characters. Uh, Temperance is in full morning gear, complete with a morning veil, except just. No longer covering the face, okay. sure. but yeah, so I watched, I thought of that, and then that made me think hmm, morning clothes, a widow, hmm, a Cappadocian widow that would be interesting.
0: And also, people leave, tend to leave widows well alone, so that's yeah, that's a good cover. San, and the
3: only independent oh. women in the yes. time were also, widows.
0: yes, yeah, uh, San.
4: Yeah, I uh, I actually listened to a podcast and then fell into a Wikipedia black hole about uh, two resurrection men called Burks and Hare. Uh, Ooh, and uh, I've been yes. I've been interested in playing Somdi since they were part of the Nosferatu way back in <laughs> Old World of Darkness. Yeah. And uh, it just seemed like a
0: perfect mix. Yeah. And I really like what they did with the Hecata in fifth edition uh just grabbing some seemingly disconnected bloodlines and go you know what they are all one clan that had like a major thing happening to them with the giovannis and the Cappadocians, and then people in the colonies with the samedi and the and the lamia and and they brought them to the get together and i i think it's very interesting of course right now it's 1878 no hekata, but pretty cool thanks for the character concepts guys uh, any more questions, Dilly?
6: Which, on that note, though, we do have an entire episode of Peter and Carlos talk about the Hecato on our YouTube channel. Yes, awesome. <laughs> um, great segue. Uh, yes, uh, so. Nice plug. K- Thanks. Kirsty is asking for some quite nice, something that made you smile or laugh today.
0: Mm. That's so sweet, Kirsty. Um, I. Something that made me, smile. I shouldn't be saying it because my brother told me not to, but neither my brother nor any of my relatives watches the stream. So if I any sper- of you, you know. yeah, <laughs> as far as I know, but, but I know that the people that he wanted to tell himself, he's done it, but my sister lost pregnant. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Hey, congratulations. congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Congratulations. So I'm going to be an uncle or an auntie. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Uh, but I will be an uncle or an auntie depending uh, later. Uh, I already have nephews, and they are eight years old. And, uh, and this new baby blessing is gonna come later in this year, around November, December. So it's gonna be almost nine years difference. And that, and, and so I, I had a small chat with my brothers. Hey, have you told mom things like that? You know, because he also lives here in the UK, in Bristol. So. おめでとう。あ、とういたしました。え、日本は上手だよ。あ、日本語が uh, その、えっと、えっと、mm.
4: oh. Sorry
0: everybody. I mean, i uh, uh... San, uh, just to put things into perspective, San is right now a superhero playing at what I think is like 4.30 in the morning in Japan, Uh, and then we have um, Alice here in the UK, um, Blair in the West Coast of the US, and Chris in France, and me here in Bristol, so we are like a, a very good definition of globalizing uh, role-playing games and uh, and i think uh san is finding out that i i speak a little bit of japanese
6: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> so. <laughs> um so where were we so where were we yes something that made me smile that <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm an uncle or an auntie if it's a girl i think that's how it works I don't know. I don't I don't I don't speak English very well.
1: You're an uncle the, the entire time. Yeah. Unless you make some personal changes. <laughs> you mm. don't don't worry. You're I'm an you're, uncle still. An okay, uncle.
0: nothing's changing. Okay. Uh. So Chris, anything that made you smile today?
1: Uh. Well, someone said that uh, I'm their favorite in chat and that kind of made me smile. But uh, uh, if I'm, if I'm going to pick something that's like outside, my friend got their copy of Final Fantasy 7 today and I'm yes. both. Happy for them, and um, I hate incredibly them. jealous. And I hope they die uh, on this
4: watch and a unfortunate death.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And in their that, will, they pen today that they leave their copy to me. <laughs> yeah, something that is the definition of a love-hate relationship. It's like, yeah, they got the game before I did. Uh, Alice, something that made you smile.
2: Um, the cat who lives next door finally paid attention to me and came <sighs> up to me, and I was able oh to pet it. um cause it's been an absolute bastard for like. A year, <laughs> finally, I mean, it's affection, so that was glorious.
5: Blair,
3: uh, mine is also cat-related. When I woke up this morning, I opened the curtains in my room, and there, the neighbor's cat was just sitting on the windowsill outside.
4: <laughs> oh, nice, Zan. Uh, Oh, we're slowly getting more and more and more cat-related. Uh, I oh. woke up this morning and uh, found out to my delight that the cat had decided to spend uh, the night snuggling me instead of my partner for once. Uh, so that was delightful.
0: That is, okay, not for your partner, partner who must <laughs> have woken up. It's like ah, oh, uragiri, Trainer. I'm jealous of all of you right now with your cat-related news. Um, Yeah, I'm okay with my news, so I'm happy. Thank you for the question, Christy. Anything, any more for any more? As Peter says, yeah.
6: So we'll go for quite quick ones. Red Siren eighty six is asking Temperance, how many ghost friends do you have?
0: So many.
3: I will always have many.
0: Temperance, many ghost friends. Next,
6: um, what Hogwarts house would their character be? Starting with Chris.
0: Okay. Oh, your character. What Hogwarts house would Ambrose be? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. My and God. he's got no idea why he's there. And he <laughs> hates every moment of it. Susanna. What and would Ravenclaw. Susanna be? Ravenclaw. Uh, Temperance?
3: Temperance would probably be Slytherin.
0: Yeah. And Thomas? Uh, Slytherin as well. Yeah. I, I, I imagined. Um, Next one. Do we have a next one?
6: Is that everyone? <laughs> no. Hello. Uh, on questions, I mean I thought I think we were either going through houses. Sorry. Um, oh, okay. Um, next one is what did you have for breakfast?
0: Aha! Uh-huh. The question. So, Chris, what did you have for breakfast? I feel like I've rehearsed this
1: before, <laughs> but, uh, I'm an I'm an old man, and I cut up fruit. And I put in an oatmeal, and I make myself some warm oatmeal. <laughs> or if I'm feeling really exotic, or it's too hot out, you can eat oatmeal cold. There you go. You all learned something today. <laughs> Thanks
0: for that, Chris. Um, Alice?
2: I had Special K. Nice and simple.
0: Nice. Blair?
3: I had an orange.
0: Mm? <laughs> and San?
4: Uh, I was. I, I had breakfast as dinner uh and i was uh trying to get into the into the kind of the spirit and so i made some cajun roasted veggies and uh my partner brought home some mcdonald's and uh kind of topped that off with a little bit of whiskey so that's not doing too bad
0: and 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 i had a sandwich and and it was in the morning it was before 12 that counts right because I know I know there there are people in chat that must be judging me right now with their judgy judgy typing. Um anything else? Uh Dylan? Only... Uh
6: we'll just go off for final one with a statement uh, from Wiccan Assassin It's more of a statement saying uh, a statement at Ghostbalt uh at Ghost Balti Justin says hi, he can't handle technology tonight. Dash Alexander <laughs> um,
0: Well thank you very much.
6: And I will leave you guys with that.
0: Okay. So thank you very much to all of you for your questions. Um, Let's dive back right in. So you are there in the looms and you see what looks to be a piece of cloth hanging from one of the the walkways in the ceiling.
2: What color is it?
0: Uh, Actually, it's the color what makes you um, turn. It is a a brown tan color but the man is dressed uh, in, in dark gl- in dark gray and and white Interesting. so it's sort of like a light brown tan sort of color
2: and is it just like linen is it like quite soft and it's not like a leather well, or anything
0: well it's oh
2: sorry we can't see oh, I can't because it's yeah. all the way up there
0: well, you do have auspics, I have, right?
2: I have heights and senses.
0: Heights and senses, and YouTube. Uh, yes, you can see. It is not leather. now. it looks to be as something that is part of a of an attire. Looks like, yeah. Okay.
1: Can I just so, go get it? Yes, yes. <laughs> you like, can. I, I don't feel <laughs> like I'm like like if everyone's to talk
0: about what it is. That's fine. I'm just gonna go get it. <laughs> You go, it's a simple affair, just to go there and walk. Of course, health and safety regulation is uh, something that needs to start working at some point, uh, but it's not this point in time. Um, but you do manage to go all the way up there now. Although here there is there is a health and safety regulation for some of those things, so you would see at least some sort of bracing for the ladder that you use there. Or something like that, and and you just recover it, and he's, it 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 looks bigger, of course. Now that you are up there, it looks like a, like a, a, a good piece torn out of a what could be like a jacket or something. It looks it, it feels very soft and fine, and it looks torn from a sleeve.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna take it and head back down. Okay,
0: mm, okay.
2: Hi. So that's interesting. Is it? Did you find that right? on top of where the loom is
0: yes so somewhat on top of
2: yeah. i think he was pushed
1: i'm pretty confident if he fell from up there he'd uh he'd land right
0: about around here yeah oh yeah you went upstairs when when you were up there you you could see yes somewhat where he wouldn't have landed yeah
5: Hmm.
2: Well, just have to narrow down everybody in Bristol who wears light brown linen clothing, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I mean Bristol is quite a big city with quite a few people, but at least you have something. There is, though, something in the in this piece of cloth that is from again from the sleeve of what seems to be a jacket, and it's a button. And the button has a very nice and intricate pattern design.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, well And I pull out my, my pocketbook That I keep my social appointments in mm-hmm. And look to it And see that I have a pressing date <laughs> mm. Okay Well Does anyone have any ideas Or should we enlist some help
2: I mean you hand it over for a second and sure. we're gonna have a look. and <laughs> Do I recognize the design of the button?
0: <laughs> do you have any knowledge of the sort of fashion industry or textile no. industry? industry? <laughs> no, no, then you no. don't. Cool. Also, you're not the type of door that it's no, spend nah. most of her nights in Elysium going around and being no, you're not a social butterfly.
2: Quick, get, quickly hand it back. I've not a clue. What was your idea?
0: I have a friend who might
4: know a thing or two. He tends to be involved in certain circles and is not consistently reliable. But when he is, his information is good.
2: Is there any risk in asking this person? Are they going to ask for a boon or?
4: Ah, Well, he and I are friends. So I'm safe at least, but uh, it surprising. might put you in poor standing with a Camarilla should they see you talking.
2: Not sure any of us are particularly interested in being in good standing with a Camarilla.
1: We're doing the favor for him, and uh, I've already made a friend in the Camarilla tonight, and if he's uh, there, I will uh, just wave.
0: <laughs>
1: he's uh,
6: somewhat
0: around he, he doesn't return the wave
4: <laughs> they got no yeah. etiquette. I, I think uh, unless we've got any business left here have we checked his pockets and no you have not uh, you, you... almost forgot the most important thing and I will check his pockets
0: he does have a a piece of paper. Well, of course, he has some loose change and some keys. Uh, but he does have a piece of paper that has been uh, folded. And he has a, an address. An address uh, for uh, the Clifton area. Mm. Interesting.
4: Interesting.
2: Well, why don't we go and visit your friend first and then... Uh, Sure
4: We can certainly do that Uh, But uh, I will warn you all To be on your best behavior His ilk is uh, A little touchy Sometimes
3: In the hundred years you've known me Would I have not been on my best behavior
4: Well, I know, my dear, that that warning wasn't intended for you. It was more intended for these uh, new bloods entering our territory.
1: Oh, I won't worry about me. I'm a a real charmer.
2: (laughs) Oh, I I can attest to that.
1: I actually want to, like, nod (laughs) in Susanna's direction.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's be off, then. Okay. So... uh, I think I have a a meeting scheduled tonight with my set type friend.
0: With Florian.
4: I do, yeah. Yeah.
0: So you you actually do show up. Uh, Florian has a a nice house uh, by one of the canals um, that is right by and <clears throat> on, on the on the side of the of the harbor side. Um. He's not one of the most ostentatious and, you know, upland ones, but he does have a small boat outside and he works as a ferryman. Uh, outside is uh, Reuben, his child, whom you have met in the past. He's um, a fledgling still, but um, being around. And, uh, and he makes sure that uh, you wait just a second at the doorsteps, and he does like small talk, simple conversation. You know, he will not discuss anything um, related to his sire, especially not in the company of others. He's just doing small talk until you see a small group of people slowly, in ones or group, groups of, you know, two or threes, or maybe lone individuals, going out of that house, and then. You see the last person leave, and Florian uh, sees you and beckons you in. He's dressed in robes. This is a man that looks to be in his um, mid-20s, quite good-looking. But he's wearing odd clothes that are probably in fashion in certain circles because some of those expeditionary forces that have been in the North Parts of Africa and Egypt have have brought some of those things. So the Egyptian regalia and paraphernalia are very popular, and Florian apparently is all over that. And he has the robes and he has everything. Once you go inside the house, it looks like a like an Egyptian temple of sorts because he's personally fascinated. Thomas, my dear friend, what it's been what too brings, long. Uh, definitely what brings you and all your lovely friends tonight.
4: Uh, well, uh, it seems as though the ivory tower has decided to show their ivory belly and is asking for a little bit of a favor. I'm sure oh. it would be something that you would like to
0: know about. Oh, ab- absolutely. But how How so? How, what has happened in- this is an interesting development they have been they have seemed very untouchable
4: of late well they were until tonight when one of their ghouls was thrown into a loom after being poisoned with arsenic
0: that that is a little bit of an overkill than you think
4: uh it looks like somebody was an amateur trying to cover their tracks Clearly, they've never had a setite involved in looking after a murder. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Um, who died?
4: Uh, this man. And I will
0: uh, attempt to change my shape.
4: Oh, I'm using the exquisite corpse ability.
0: That is such a cool ability for those of you who have not backed calls of the blood gods and have not read the, the amazing bloodlines and lore sheath powers that they have had they have created for the different clans so the Semedi are known for well <clears throat> at some point they were known for being very very deformed and, and, and looking like a corpse but some samedi can look like specific corpses so um yes it, i will not ask you to make the role um because you are just you're not trying to deceive anybody uh but i will ask you to make a rouse check of course uh, you will have um you can look like a specific corpse that you touched so yeah and uh that is one success so you do not go and um for for temperance this is thomas doing his bloodline thing something that you have come to learn and to appreciate even uh for yeah for afros and susana is a little bit it's a little bit disturbing he physically changes to how the man looked as a corpse he's not impersonating anyone he has if the same Amber's twisted
2: weighted look
0: yeah
3: Oh, that's a
4: perfect likeness. Thank you. I do practice quite a bit. Uh, we also have a bit of fabric from the murderer.
0: And he looks at you a little bit. Wait a second. You said you said he was a ghoul cool slave, right? Yes. Some, some very few people in the camera are allowed slaves openly. Do you know who he belonged to?
4: Mm. I believe now is the time for anyone else to speak oh, up it. if they have this information
2: <laughs> oops. Um, I would
4: hate to take the spotlight
2: there, We did speak to a man in the establishment he said that the ghoul was in some sort of relationship with Joanna hmm. Joanna the um
0: Joanna, is she is she kind? Is she... is she mortal? Is she... I vampire? I
2: believe she is... Um, Camarilla. Is, to ST, uh-huh. is she Camarilla? <laughs> uh,
0: Joanna was the person that was in charge of the of the looms. Uh, you never got the name of the sire, of the domitor Okay, all
2: right, no. But
0: I think Ambrose did get the clan. Uh yeah, so uh
1: he uh he belonged to uh to one of the to one of the the ivory blue bloods. Mm. That's uh little uh little buddy of mine just uh
0: gave me that tidbit. Well there are not many that are allowed still to do them and most of them in the court prince. But that man that man's looks awfully a lot like Jonathan Fowler
4: Mm, Jonathan Fowler you say yeah would uh, you happen to know if this address has any
0: significance to Mr. Jonathan Fowler and he looks at the address and that does do it he's like oh my god yes this is the This is an address very near College Green. Um, I have heard of certain certain visits. Um, Some of the men of the city have been doing around that area. Um, They have been meeting this lovely lady that, well, knows how to keep them company. Hmm. but not much else now who would who would kill a go in such a manner
4: uh whoever would wear fabric akin to this such poor taste and uh i don't i don't know who's actually has the fabric at this point is it still ambrose
0: uh yeah probably he'll hand it yeah i just hand it over okay he looks at it and that's when he it clicks when he sees the not just the button the inside and the inside of the of the slip of the sleeve and how do you call it the the lining
5: yeah
0: and he does recognize it because it's a soft silk it's like hey hey i know who trades in this silk and he instinctively brings a hand to the to the silk on his robes i know I know the name of this person I can I can tell you I can tell you who bought this
4: oh Florian i would be forever grateful to you if you would
0: absolutely um give me until tomorrow evening see to Ruben to put the things in place so we can get a reply by nightfall sure
4: thing is there anything that you would uh like us to keep our nose clean of until then should we avoid this address or investigate it now
0: um i don't i don't know if you should jump in without knowing what to look so i would steer clear of it but i I mean my house is always open if you need a friendly ear if you want to have a good time, if you want to to give in to your to your passions.
4: Um, oh, this, this is a temple. Oh, my friend, you know this is why we get along so well. Uh, please let me give you a gift, and Absolutely. I uh, place the bottle of wine that I filled earlier from our uh, from Temperance and Ice Victim.
0: Okay. Oh, a nice a nice v- vintage with a with a with a strong resonance
4: Uh, yes it'll uh it'll certainly do the job i consider it a a thank you in advance and a gratitude for your ever so gracious company
0: absolutely and he looks at the rest of you and he tells you that his house is open you can even spend the the day here uh and he has anything your heart desires Then, if not, he can get it. Like, so, the ones you. who wants to stay here can do. Mm-hmm. If not, can move on. It yeah. is, it is your choice if you wish to stay at the temple of the Setites.
1: I know um, when an offer is uh, too good to be true, but uh, would you indulge me? Uh... A question good sir
0: absolutely
1: so uh so some some of my kind we can we can turn into wolves right now mm-hmm. or other animals i heard some of you guys can turn into snakes
0: is that ah. true i struggle with reptiles couldn't couldn't pull it off mm. C- can you do that well not me particularly but some some do um but it's because of certain connections with where our bloodline comes from. It comes from uh, the northeastern part of Africa, and uh, of course, no wolves there. But we have things that would make a wolf boy very happy.
6: Oh politely just decline,
1: it. and I will actually just turn, and um, I'll kind of like tap Susanna on the way out, and I'll, Can you- can you read pictures? And I'm just pointing to some of the hieroglyphics <laughs> on the wall as I walk out. Uh,
2: give him- give him a
1: No. <laughs> um,
2: He's just
4: looking for an excuse to make a doggy-style joke. Please don't indulge him.
0: <laughs> Guiltiest heart. Uh, in all honesty, you- at any point, wish to no. experience I... the best of the best Bristol has to offer.
2: Thank you very much for your offer, but I, I do have, I do have business I have to get to tonight. I, I hope, I um, hope to accept your offer another time, though, if it's mm. extended.
0: I'll be looking forward to it. Uh, is it Susanna? Is it?
2: Yes, lovely oh. to meet you.
0: Lovely, Temperance. Lovely to see you as always.
3: Lovely to see him as
0: well, Thomas. My I friend, think, and he looks at the at the bottle of wine. I think I'm going to save this for next week, when that thing comes. Oh, and of course,
4: uh, I assume that I have an invitation to join. Yes, you, you do. You do
0: have an invitation. It's a, it, for uh, of you. Of course, ah,
4: uh, uh, my friend, you are too kind. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night, then
0: tomorrow night
4: thank you so kindly uh, I will extend an invitation to any who wish to reside at my domicile tonight uh, otherwise I think it is time for this old back of bones to retire
0: Very well. so if anyone does anyone else has anything they would like to do this evening before we uh, proceed
3: Sorry? I do I will once I get back to uh my haven. Mm-hmm. I'd like to uh, take the time to uh, summon this man's spirit.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh okay. It's just a, a normal <laughs> thing as you would <laughs> as you do. Um, so yes, um, it's going to be a ob- an Oblivion ceremony which is for those again who have not had the pleasure and joy of reading the the book, um, it's it's the equivalent of uh, blood sorcery rituals. Oblivion has ceremonies, um, and you are are going to try and find uh, this man's soul using his fetter, his ring, right? Yep. Okay i think that requires a role of i think it's a resolve plus yeah. oblivion
3: uh, yeah resolve oblivion
0: at, at least it's a difficulty to
3: uh, before and... i do, do that i mm-hmm. would like to use my ability of uh, <laughs> where the shroud ends
0: oh my god you're, you're you're just styling on anyone um so for again um, that this is um uh, another oblivion uh, power where th- where the shroud thins would which will allow um, her to know where the the shroud, the veil uh, between the living world and the and the shadowlands is thinner. so it'll it'll allow for an easier role. Uh, so, could you please do a Wits plus Oblivion difficulty 4 check?
3: Uh, check. think of...
0: Yeah, um, okay. I think you can roll directly on the Discipline and pair it with Wits. And that... Okay. I um, I'm going to willpower
3: it. Okay.
0: <laughs> You have two successes so far, one of them at 10. And uh, you go to willpower. Yeah, you know what you're doing.
5: Ooh.
0: Wow. That is five successes. So you beat the difficulty <clears throat> and you know um how how thin the the shroud is in a certain area. It's not in your um directly in your haven but very close to it On a night like tonight it shouldn't be too much of an issue can you do did you already do a rouse check for it yes i did oh yes i saw it cool and then can you do me a witch plus uh sorry a resolve plus oblivion role for the ceremony because your ability of the shroud will reduce the difficulty efficient
3: I just realized I got a 10 on that. I get a stain.
0: <laughs> oh. And oh yeah. <laughs> um yes, you got a 10 on your Rouse check activating an oblivion power. You look a little too deep into the darkness. You are literally looking for where where that sort of gossy It's like a gossamer. It's like it's 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 sort of a very fussy, dizzy fog that separates the world of the living from the world of the dead. You reach out to it with your senses, with your with your mind, but sometimes you go for it with your soul. And in this case, it taints you. It it draws you, in, it it whispers your name. In acknowledgement, and you gain a stain. This is your ritual, your ceremony roll. Um, that is five successes. Excellent. Um, you need to do a rouse check for that one as oh, well. Oh yeah. One that will not give you stains if you roll a one or a ten. So, and you do not go hungry. Oh my!
2: Rolling so well.
0: I mean, I mean, please. Okay. You do um you go outside, you go to this place, uh, you do carry with you a little um lantern, <clears throat> a little oil lantern. And um and when you go outside, you cut yourself and you you dab the the feather, the ring, in you douse it in your blood. And um, and after a little while, even though the shroud is very thin, and even though it is... it is a quiet night, it's difficult to get the wraith's attention, but you get it. The wraith approaches you. And you see who once was Jonathan Marston Fowler.
3: Hello, Jonathan.
0: What has become of me?
3: You've died, well, been killed, to be (sighs) specific.
0: My mo- my mother, who's gonna take care of her? I do not know.
3: Oh, we have no. been tasked with finding out what happened to you. Do you remember anything?
0: Are you are you a medium? How you can talk to me? Yes. I I never thought you were real. I always thought was thought you people were oh, sorry I was killed you say yes yeah. you have my ring that's my family ring did my mother I give that I will return to you?
3: it to whoever you wish after we catch your killer
0: good 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 you need you need to get her you need to find her She... I I think it was the tea. I think she gave me... I, I, the poison. Tea I, I was feeling upset in my stomach at blood tea. Who gave you the tea? Aurora. Aurora, she... She said that she would take good care of me, and then of my family. But I, I do not understand what what is it that she said next. She just the last I remember when I was in the ground and ah, uh, in pain. I you feel the the atmosphere around the place is starting to crisp you see him when he starts to shift his mood it shifts around it and you sometimes have to be careful you don't want him haunting you or the feather or this area but he does get upset she said something that made no sense no sense he, she talked about a king king King's King she saw me and said yeah, King or something like two to a3 and I don't know what's uh-huh. two a3 I, I I I I don't I don't know it made, it made no sense you know made no sense
3: I will well, figure
0: I, out what in meant. The-
3: And I will help your mother in any way I can. And will that... Since we have ventured
0: Am I in purgatory? Will this release me and send me off to heaven? After you have killed that woman?
3: The where you currently are is... It's what comes after. There, there, there should be others uh, there, there that will explain to you in more detail. But no, as far I... as I am aware, where you are is what there I'm sorry.
0: You feel the confusion and the and a little bit of sadness that comes. Almost... Then he composes himself as best as you can see his corporeal form and his corporeal form is pretty much of a of a normal man very well dressed sort of more old-fashioned that he was dressed when he was uh, killed but he does not look destroyed because in his mind he died poisoned so his physical form his pathos, his face that's what he shows so very well um Would you please let me know when you have avenged me and returned my ring to my my mother? I I will be most grateful um, afterwards.
3: I'll call you again once this is all over.
0: Uh, Thank you, Miss... Temperance. Temperance. Thank you. Thank you. And he slowly vanishes into the... anyone has anything else to do or would like to do anything before the night is over nope okay so everybody goes to their havens or i would assume crashing into somebody else's or i probably maybe. would
2: have invited ambrose and be like okay you don't have anywhere to stay man."
0: okay
4: yeah, so, my, probably before I would have resided for the night, I would have uh, made that delivery that I promised. Okay. I dropped off the corpse from earlier. Can't go yes. bad
0: on a business deal. Oh, yes, absolutely. Can everybody give me a route check for the following night? Sure. And you have, finally, Temperance goes to (laughs) Hunger 2 after, like, 7,000 rolls. Um, Thomas is okay. Uh, And everybody is okay. I I think the 2 is Temperance. But, I mean, given the amount of rouse checks you have done, (laughs) being at Hunger 2 is, I mean... Pretty good. Yeah, you should do an online course how to teach people to, you know, rouse the blood and not go hungry. Um, a new night comes, and, um, and with it, um, you, I assume you all and arrange to meet at, uh, Florian's place because he would give you information. Am I correct? Yes.
4: Okay. I've got a little bit of bookkeeping to do earlier on in the day, but, uh, After I figure out who was buried in the grounds the night night prior, the day prior, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I'll make my way over there.
0: Okay. So eventually you are all in front of Florian's house. He is now dressed normally, normal clothes, and he's waiting for you outside. And when I say formal clothes, normal clothes, I don't mean formal. I mean Doc Worker. Uh, clothes. Very unassuming um, and with him is this other man with you know his hair in a ponytail um, and a kind of a sly sleazy look in his Oh evening to all of you and as you approach one by one he tries to make a little bit of small talk trying to understand how long Ambrose has been here how does he find the city how are Susanna's projects, um, how his temperance doing, and and he is the most fantastic man. The, uh, such a gracious host. He seems caring. He seems interested in what you have to say, and he he seems to know what topic of conversation will interest you, which is something quite striking for um, Ambrose. He does bring the odd that okay, he, he brings many topics of conversation, but the odd topic of conversation that actually catches your interest, the man manages to bring it to the fore. And then there is a conversation around it, but nothing that will bore you. And then a little bit of trial and error afterwards boom, something else that is interesting. And he's such a delight. <sighs> Thomas arrives. Ah. My dearest friend. I have been talking the ears off of your companions while we were waiting for you. How are you tonight? Oh,
4: I'm uh, doing good. Business was business yesterday, so uh, I've got a little bit more coin in my wallet, and uh, I come with a gift for you. Mm. And I I present him with a, uh, a small... Probably about six ounce uh, bottle, uh, okay. but it's from someone who overdosed on uh, on opium.
0: On opium? Oh no! And the the opium. A, yeah. So it's potent. It is. Uh, yeah. It it's is a high. This is this is probably something that. also, it's preserved through rituals. Yes. Yeah. It's he, uh, he uh, will this is potent, it. So be careful. Handle with care. Oh, oh, you are too good to me, Tom. I found, I found the the person, or at least the name they gave. Mary Ann Cotton. Would you believe it? Mary Ann Cotton. And no one batted an eye. Really? And that fabric was hers? Well, apparently, but I mean, who would name, I mean, not pick up the name of a woman who was convicted in, for murder and hanged in Scotland a few years back. Marianne mm-hmm. Cotton is dead, and she's no kindred, let me tell you. So it was very suspicious. I had a few uh, people trying to look into it, and um, and I can give you that that address. I can tell you that she's not there.
4: Is there a trap waiting for us there?
0: Yes. Most no, likely. How fun. The thing is that it it made me curious. So I had... Um, I had Ruben talk to one of his friends in the constabulary. And uh, they do have a record of people that have died in similar circumstances, but they rarely it up because they always have a clear cause of death but then when a physician is brought um, they sometimes be- uh, have been able to determine that the cause of death was from poisoning um so <clears throat> someone from the constabulary uh produce a, a on at rubens request a list of people and places throughout and dates when this has happened and this has been going on for 23 years
4: oh my you wouldn't have also have, happened to have a list of those doctors would you no
0: sadly no um but that's a shame but it's it, It paints an odd picture. This is not the first person. This is not the the first person to die under this circumstance. Of course, we barely bring it to our attention unless it is the goal of someone high up in the Camarilla. That's why mortal business rarely touches them in the ivory tower. All those elders don't mind what the mortals are doing. Now, and he he... ...asked uh, Ruben to give you the the list. If you can make sense sense of that... ...sense of that, then... ...so be it, but... ...I think we're looking at... ...either... ...a kindred that is... ...a vampire that is very keen... ...on... ...on having this work... ...at any level... ...potentially an assassin. The problem is that we have no idea... Um, who is who in the factions who owns what domain you can you should not go to college green because it's an ambush yes because you would be you would have to traverse anarch territory to get to camarilla territory and they know you are on duty so they will not want you to help the camarilla the word has been put out it's a good thing you came to me first
4: of course my friend you are my dearest ally in these times. Political so, factions aside, I feel you and I share a kindred bond. Absolutely. Uh, I, I also feel like uh, he doesn't hand the any information to uh, to Thomas because at this point he would know that Thomas cannot read
0: oh Um, yes the 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 journal yes the journal goes to temperance yeah the journal the (laughs) journal that uh the, the ruben has goes to temperance definitely um but he does say um look that that is as much as i can do for you my friend um
4: your efforts have been so very much appreciated we might be uh the steak bait, as, as the, the youth say right now, if it was not for you informing us about this trap. Absolutely. Thank you. And I think, my friend, I owe you
0: one. Indeed. But we'll sort it out later. Take care. And you, remember, you're always welcome in my house. Thank
4: you, Thank you my friend.
0: And then he jumps with um, uh, Reuben into a very small boat that has some, but he has a very small steam engine. It's a little, a tiny steamboat. Nice. And, and a, a piece of Susanna goes like, "Oh, I would have went with him," but then oh. she remembers that she can't. <laughs> so, what do you do with this newfound information after, like, using all of your your re, your, your allies? your sorry, your Mola um resources. Do you do anything with the information?
4: I can't do anything until someone <laughs> reads me what's on the paper. I I,
0: I I will
3: I will uh, re, I will read out what is what is on there for you.
6: Okay. Mm.
0: It's a collection of literally by date <clears throat> in this place 19, in in eighteen fifty five are the circumstances and there were there were a few of them that were sort of similar that drew that investigation sort of afterwards most of them were like farm farm accidents people like someone that gets uh, trampled by a, a a beast of of how do you call it like base of burden or or similar yeah. uh or or someone that was uh run over by a coach um accidents in the machinery, explosion of a steam boiler and things like that.
2: any any patterns like all men or,
5: or
0: women men and women uh yeah men and women like and some teenagers like young teenagers 13 14 years old because uh, there are um this is a time in which uh kids as young as eight would work in the factories and they would like stand in the gears and the machines while doing work and uh, and some of them still have them so they are some some teenagers so i think that the youngest person you see there is around 14 years old and the oldest is around 60 or something so it's a quite a spread across time and in different places around the city but
2: I I can't make heads or tail of it. I don't think that doesn't seem like it's a pattern really. Uh,
4: I have I'm open to suggestions. If anyone else wants to take the lead, uh Temperance, you, you are well aware that I'm not the sharpest mouse in the bag. But uh If anyone else wants to take the lead i'm happy to listen if not i have maybe one other string i can pull
3: do any of you know the name aurora
0: anyone uh with wits plus politics uh anyone who has the skill also skills like academics history interesting plus
4: politics
1: yes
0: okay can I do Wits Academics? You have history? The, no. the, oh. no. Which one's the one do you have, Ambrose? Just out of curiosity. Uh Academics. That's that's it. I've
1: missed a sickle point.
0: Okay. So three successes. Aurora. No one in the princess court definitely no one in the uh, in the autarchies, and uh, probably the others, but when you're trying to make sense of this, it's like, you know who should know, the librarian, like there is this man, he is a Nosferat. He is not a part of the of any sect, not even including the autarkies, Even though he does something very interesting, is he, he tries to catalog the people, the comings and and goings. Of course, no one has to re, uh, do that, but he still does it for his personal record. I mean, if you might end up with a boon, or owing him a boon, or or you collectively as a coterie, or you can ask. The teacher, if he's willing to take a boon uh, to proceed, if there is information about this Aurora as kindred living in the city. But there's a problem. There is no central record. There is. This is the personal record of one Nosferatu. And of course, you have to pay for it. Uh, can I uh, make a
4: wits roll to see if uh, it would be more... Uh, fruitful to go for the uh, the Nosferatu or to investigate my police contacts and see if they can tell me anything else about these murders?
0: Um, talking to your police contacts would not likely give you more These are a career of 23 years. Okay. Um, so it's very difficult to find someone that has been in the force that long, have, has worked in all of the cases, or worked on all of them. So okay, This, cool. this is kind of Talking to the librarian um, again. If you manage to get um, the teacher to to sort of approve a boon in exchange for information of this Aurora, because you you do not know of any Aurora in any of the three sects or factions. Okay. So, so
2: that will probably pipe up and be like, "I mean, my sire has been in Bristol for quite a long time. I'm gonna ask him." Um, he is very well-established.
4: How much trust does your sire place in you? A lot. Great deal. if that's the case, then, uh, have you ever heard the phrase, it's better to beg forgiveness than to ask permission?
5: Mm.
2: Yes.
4: <laughs> you are his child. You speak on his behalf. Any debts you incur would logically be passed on to him.
2: Hmm. I suppose. I mean, I'm happy to do whatever we all think is right, but um, I'm the most sensible.
3: Okay. Well, whatever course we take, we do need to find out who this person is as they are the the one that killed the man last night.
4: So do we head directly to this librarian, or do we ask the teacher or Susanna's sire for a boon to exchange?
2: I mean, if it makes any difference, my... I don't know the librarian, and the teacher, I'm sure is a very upstanding man, but he has no interest in um, our well-being by asking my sire, I suppose there's more of a connection there, I suppose
0: that is something that is possible for you to just split up and uh, Susanna ask her sire while the the others take on other activities
2: mm, splitting
5: the party <laughs> 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 nah.
0: So any any course of action? Are you gonna do anything with the information being given? On the on the journal. I I would assume that you are all now, feeding in another in a different place. Outside. Well, you are, near Florence's uh, place. But you are you going to, to Temple meet uh, near Susanna's workplace, or are you going to anyone's haven? Hmm.
2: Make everybody breakfast
0: okay. So Susanna takes you home. And Do she... you have any wine? She has no. actual wine. I have wine, like, like,
1: not
2: like your kind of wine. wine I'm sorry.
0: <sighs> is she talking about blood? No, yes. Well, San is Susanna, isn't she? Has proper like she has wine in different vintages and white and red and rose. And... I, I, I'm just asking in character
1: so.
2: Uh, no, I have a delightful Cabernet that we can all have. Um, but yeah.
4: Cabernet. Right. Yeah. Is this a Cabernet Blanc or a Cabernet Sauvignon?
2: Sauvignon, of course.
4: Ah, very good. You've got taste. <laughs> sure. I wouldn't mind meeting your sire. Maybe if it's been a while seeing him again.
0: Are you are you calling your sire to yes. meet you at yours? Okay.
2: Yeah, I'll send my retainer to the
0: again. <laughs> You send to you, you send for him. Um, you use your retainer for that, and he he will be diligent and try to be as most expedient as possible. Um, well, while we're waiting, the address was
1: a trap, right? Like that's what our uh, our silver tongued friend told us. Yeah. Yes. yes. I'm just throwing this out there, but did anyone think that we could go spring the trap? Hey.
2: I mean, we could. I don't know how severe it is. We could all die. Like-
4: we all have our expertise, new blood, and uh, getting staked is not mine.
3: I would prefer it. Prefer to hang on to this body.
2: You know what? We'll, we'll put it. We'll we'll keep it in the ballpark, and we go back to it maybe, because it sounds like an adventure. I guess.
1: An ad- an adventure.
2: Yeah, of sorts.
1: That's uh, I. W- i I was only throwing it out there. because you. It's like uh, when a mouse. Gets caught in a mouse trap. If you spring the trap first, you can get the cheese, right? We know the trap's there. We spring it. We find out what's going on.
4: Oh, it's... we could just wait until the cat dies of starvation and eat and eat the corpse.
2: Oh gosh, how
5: visceral! <sighs> <laughs> Bye, then
0: your sire arrives um, in the meantime again Susanna's house comes alive with a sound and movement of wearing machinery things like um, a little teacups that come in clockwork mechanism moving all the way to the table like she has an army of little contraptions and things and, and she 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 ends up doing breakfast for one Because I would assume no one asks for actual food. Um, But
4: Uh, actually, are there are there dogs? Are there animals in the house?
2: Mm. Um. mm, Oh.
0: I I would doubt it. With all that ruckus and the noise, they would hurt their ears. Yeah. Okay. If there's no animals
4: in the house, then I won't ask for anything. If there were dogs in the house, I might actually feel at home.
0: But eventually. Wait,
3: um, I do ask if any of you play chess.
0: uh, Have you played
4: Mankala? If you're familiar with that, uh, I'll play you a game of that. But chess is uh, a little too intricate for my taste.
1: I could play it. I guarantee I'm not good, but I could play it.
3: I'm I'm more asking out of curiosity of what a particular move would mean, but
0: hmm, never mind. Um, go,
2: go, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, um I don't I have a set, um, and my sire plays chess actually. Um what what move are you talking
3: King about? King to A three.
0: It's not a move that you would hear ever usually, but your sire arrives, and he says, "Greetings, everyone. Um, yeah, buonasera,
2: buona um, Hi, I'm just so close,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: close enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry to ask you here. I know we spoke last night, and, but um, I just had a question to ask. A few questions, actually."
0: Yes, yes, absolutely.
2: Um have you heard of someone named Aurora?
0: Aurora, not Hang on a second. You mean recently?
2: Um no, any any time in the last 23 years?
0: Well, that's quite specific of you. Um no. No, I didn't know um I don't... An anarch going by the name of Aurora. Um, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred. Okay. Was it? Was it the early? I think it was 1720s. Do you know what happened to her? Uh, she just disappeared. Um, she she had a couple of lovers, moved around. Um, she stayed here for a little over a year but then there there were this this very unpleasant disappearances some some kindreds started going missing and uh, of course she was a newcomer she was afraid people would blame her and um, she decided to skip town why
2: um well you know um we've we've been asked to do some investigation um a, a ghoul was recently murdered, um we're just following
0: up some lead. Sad to say this, but at least the ghoul is no longer being controlled anymore. Quite right. Um, Okay, but why are you being asked to look into this? Whose ghoul was it? Oh.
2: (laughs) It was a um Camarilla right.
0: Camarilla's
2: ghoul. They're calling in some favors.
0: Wow, this is this is kind of big.
2: Yeah, yes. Um, but we're, we're we're doing a good job, I think. Um, hmm. Um, I and I turn to Temperance and I say, um, you, um, Temperance had a question for you as well,
5: actually.
0: Yes. Um, apologies, Miss Temperance. Uh, yeah.
3: uh, I've never been, been a big chess player, but I've recently visited received an odd
0: message
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, what
0: would it mean if someone said king to a3 king to a3 sounds like a very odd end move in which you actually close the possibilities of the opposing king of moving and therefore um, he's what we call sometimes drowned he has no other options but move between the two space back and forth until mate is down, he he runs out of. Uh, by moving the king to such a weird angle to a weird car corner, would mean that you are eliminating any possibility of the opponent king of moving. Effectively trying to checkmate sounds like an end move to me. Thank you. Sir. Of course, I I have no idea how other plays have been on the board, so I don't I don't know how. What's left. What started? I mean, it's. A... I Thank you. I want to know.
2: No, that's that's very useful. Thank I you think. very much.
0: Okay, yeah. hope hope that helped. And uh, you. would you see me out, Susanna?
4: Yes, of course, of course.
0: Ciao, yes. Ciao. buonasera.
1: Pleasure. Who... Buona night. <laughs> <word. laughs> I've <laughs> learned. I've heard so many words
0: I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some wine before you go? Oh uh, no, uh, I actually um, I'm going to meet with somebody, and he gives you the cheeky look of "I'm going to feed," and he ends yeah. up drinking quite a lot of wine because of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And when you reach, I, the door, I just look
4: at temperance and shake my head and take a swig.
0: When you reach the, for the door, he looks at you and says, and- "So you're helping them?" I the teacher involved? Is Giacomo involved in this?
2: Yes, and yes. And yes to all of the above. Wow. Um, um,
0: it's okay. I I will be the I, sole I don't of want. To, obviously,
2: it's not going to take away from time I'm spending working on things no. for you and, and and my own things as
0: well. The contrary, I'm... Susana. Susana, cara mia. Listen to me. This is very important. Secure those poems. Because if they're not going to come directly from the camera, which is unlikely, they're going to come from Giacomo or the teacher. Those are good for you to have. That's good currency to have. Remember, no one's keeping tally. We are the only one keeping taps on our booms. And uh, those are the best booms to, help to hold. Right. Proud of you. Thank you and he, much. you know, because it was he uh, was your his hands in, in, in your in, in your in your face, and he gives you that mm. very very you know proud look, and he gives you the two kisses, and well, yeah. I'm off.
1: Okay.
2: Grazie mille.
0: Buonanotte.
1: And he leaves. Hey, right. uh, black and white. What's the obsession with chess? Where'd that come from?
3: I received tip of toys. Apparently, it was one of the last things our dear victim from last night heard.
4: Okay.
1: You uh, doing some investigating out there on your own?
3: I have certain difficulties, and things come to me at times.
0: I mean, the closest thing you can muster to think about Ambrose is some some Malkavian having certain sort of like prophetic gift sometimes, but nothing beyond that.
3: And she also, doesn't, as far as yeah. you know, I'm a caitiff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ooh. As far as you know, she she well, you don't even know her clan, and if you have dug into it, she's probably. She's being told. People have told you that she's a caitiff.
4: She's not one of one of us who stands proud in her lineage. Yeah, but that's understandable for those who have seen persecution in their time.
5: Susanna
2: comes bouncing in mm-hmm. about this point. Um, Super right. proud,
0: happy with herself. You know,
2: <laughs> it's like the happiest Super kid pleased. who's just been told they've done a good job. Um. I think that was really good. Um, What? So we've got a a anarch who's was here a few hundred years ago. In the
1: seventeen twenties.
2: In the seventeen twenties. Um, and some chess, and uh, some fabric, and what else? I feel like it's all coming together. (laughs) <laughs> Looks oh, around the room, enemies. sees if anyone else is feeling that way.
0: <laughs> oh, and you have the chest thingy.
3: Seems bad that uh, this school's this death was a message of some sort to someone.
4: And you said the King Day 3 is one of the last moves you would make. A survival okay. move or a finishing move?
3: Uh, from what he said, it sounds like uh, about to finish.
4: About the check. Uh, so what it's if... A, it's a victor's move, not a loser's mood move.
0: Uh, Sorry, you were, you were saying, uh, Chris? What if we trip the trap? No? <laughs> then I still
1: think we need to go see the librarian because we have a name and we have a a time they were here and Uh, librarians keep records if they're good
4: i think that sounds fair young blood why don't you lead the way
0: cool i mean finding the librarian would not be such a difficult endeavor for even for ambrose who's new in the city a couple of questions and and uh uh an appointment with him is fairly fairly simple to get by the end of the night uh, by the end of the evenings so, um this is a nosferatu that looks looks ugly he looks the form he looks as as if his back would never, you know, heal from severe scoliosis. He looks. Of course, he also looks. Physically, his face is repulsive in the way it's misshapen and taken in. How can I help you? You wanted an appointment with me. Right?
2: Give Ambrose a nudge forward.
4: <laughs> I'll, I'll walk up closely behind Ambrose, just making sure he's he's on his toes.
2: You got this, buddy. <laughs>
1: <sighs> I, uh... I'm, uh, I'm looking for for someone, and I've heard that you're the, uh, the person who asked, beautiful. Beautiful.
4: Excuse me, I I think what our friend means to say is, uh, we've heard is, that you are the fountain of
0: knowledge that we wish to drink from. I do have the knowledge, but it's not. For free, it comes at a price. No one values order, my archive spring. You're looking for a name, right? That's what people do when they come here. They're looking for a name. No one knows who comes and who goes but me. No. I know. Who are you looking for? And I'll name my bride. Right.
3: A kindred named Aurora. Mm.
0: kindred name, Aurora. Are you here an official of darkest business?
3: We are. Oh,
0: then notify Yakumo that he owes me. Boom. I will give you what you seek. Wait here. And then he moves out. Come.
4: before yeah. he leaves <laughs> yes. I want to take back the uh, appearance of the corpse mm-hmm. uh, just so he sees Go and uh, this is what her taste in servants looks like in case it helps sweeten the pot at all
0: <sighs> yes yes tell Giacomo he owes me nothing But he knows uh, who uh, I will we get charge. Temperance. Yeah. Like, he Still knows has the words. He knows who I will charge. This could be it. He goes and comes back, but now he comes very giddy, very excited, books and records all. And he, he has a map where he brings you to a, um a room with a massive, massive table as if it were a conference table. On a wall, there is a map, a map that has been of Bristol that has been painstakingly drawn to the latest of the, the current situation where the borders are drawn between factions and their are different colors. And, and oh, painstakingly, the slightest change, that you things that you knew were sort of unofficial, they're there. And... And he has all these records, and he turns to you he says, I found her so of course, you had given her him the information about her. yes, there was a a woman by the name of aurora she she was indeed of the anarchs. I have been keeping records for quite some time. She's believed to be a toriador. although i could never corroborate this this is hearsay now it seems that this aurora has, has been before here in bristol but i could not i could not place where she was i cannot place who she was before i've been vying for a system that could bring order to bristol i don't want to be independent i don't want to be a i don't want to be an do i don't want to be on the camarilla side i want i want safety for me and my own who comes who goes who owns what piece of the land and who disrespects the accords and the law Is this Aurora important in any way? Yes.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: Cassiel. And you hear a voice behind you. Yes, Master. No, Jesus. <laughs> Seek this Aurora. Do you have an address? do you
3: we do yes i have right. a trap that
2: was you have a trap
0: <laughs> and when you turn this man who has i think the description i gave was imagine someone that was punched in the face really hard with potence and he, their face never recovered mm-hmm. he, he also has like some holes in his in his face just like his sire the, the age but he has this bent inward shape and also like his upper jaw drawn in which makes it look like as if it had like a split lip or something mm-hmm. yes master bring her or any ally bring her tonight yes messiah sire. And he just vanishes. In front of your eyes.
2: Thank you for all your help.
0: No. I will just ask the smallest thing of you. The smallest. And in exchange you will get a minor boon each if you help me on this. A minor boon for me.
4: Oh well that's nothing to sneeze at. What would you lack like of us?
0: Would you support my case in front of Giacomo? Vying for my system to be implemented in the city as a rule for the factions for the sects. The system that you have seen here, the records, the lineages, the laws, the domains I just ask for you to support me, and if it b- happens, then you get yourselves a boon from my- from yours truly.
4: Of course, <sighs> at yeah. least on my
0: behalf.
3: Thank
4: you, Thomas.
0: <sighs> and he looks at the others.
3: You have my support as well. <sighs> I need the temperance. Thank you.
2: Yes, you can You can count on me.
0: Ah. Miss Susanna, thank you.
1: I think what you do is uh, genuinely beautiful, and I mean it. I think, uh, I think if we put some, uh, we put some people in front of doing the collecting for you, dealing with people coming in and out. I think uh, I think your proposition would go down uh go down a tree.
0: Would would you work with me? Would you join me? Would you help me set up the system?
1: I'll support you. I don't know if I have the talents to uh No to... but you have the vision.
0: You have the vision, you can see my vision. You know Join what? me.
1: I'll, uh, I'll be, I'll be happy to, to, to flesh your vision out with you.
0: Great. Great. And with that benting worse green, you leave the place, you go to talk to the teacher about some of the information that the librarian has found that initially didn't look like super interesting but then you realize that ambrose brings with like after the chat when you talk to the teacher the information from ambrose yes he was aware of who could have who who, could she have been but also sent his child to deal with her the word you hear a few nights later cl did find someone not a but her accomplice. Yes, the A to King 3 was a finishing move and he was able to stop it. A to King 3 was a checkmate on one very important counselor of the prince, the Camarilla Prince, Agnes Marston Fowler. She is now alive. Thanks to your efforts, the system of the library will be implemented in which kindred coming in and out of Bristol will register their allegiances to the sects where the librarian will help. Sorry, you were saying something, son?
4: Yeah, that night I want to go back and immediately cash in my boon.
0: With, uh, with whom? Oh, with, with the librarian. Yes. What do you ask for?
4: I want to ask for uh, the records to be changed in my standing.
0: Yes, absolutely. When the library systems... And I would imagine that you would want fake records as well. Uh, temporary. Oh,
4: yeah. I, I want to be seen as one of the big players
0: in the city. Yes. So the system is created and the librarian asks per Ambrose's recommendation puts three people and of course he had to compromise with the sects in order for the sects to, to us agree to this so from each sect one individual is sent to help work in the library so it's seen more as a as a as, a, as an interfaction will, will piece of work in which one person will be the master of uh, the lore master keeping all the rituals and the laws of the accords. One would be the herald, writing down the lineages of the people who come and keeping the numbers and the records of who owns boons to whom outside and across sects. Now there is a system to enforce those pools. And a cartographer, draw clearly defined lines of domains to avoid things like the trap that was trying to be sprung on you. The library system will live on and in the modern nights of 2008 time of the one shot or in the future 2012 when the Chronicles start, it will still be in place. It will be one of the legacies of Ambrose and his time in Bristol. We will see if he's still alive then, but something that is not on those records are temperance and Thomas Lazarus. Now there is an era of electronic telecommunications and wireless internet connections. Did Susanna make it all the way through? Or is she still clinging on to her steampunk past? Find out. Yeah, no. (laughs) Find out for everybody. Thanks for joining us today in Blood on the Severn. Origins 17... 1878, in which our Korea of our Tarkis managed to get enough people attention into something that was supposed to be a murderer. <laughs> someone, if you read the tweets, someone was supposed to die, starting with the mortal, ending with the kindred. But you, I mean, Kirsty must be really happy because that was her character from last week's one shot. You indirectly saved her. Great, great use of allies, contacts, interactions, go- thinking out of the box, bringing flyers, talking to uh, to uh, spirits, bringing your contacts and Moa, and then finally integrating the ideas of the library uh, with Ambrose. Thank you very much. I couldn't have asked for anything better. I you you spared me the actual murder. You you <laughs> thwarted the villain, which is. Uh, from my point of view, deeply satisfying. That's going to be it for us from tonight. Thank you very much for joining us. Apologies once again for the technical difficulties. This is the times that we're living. Thank you to my lovely, lovely disaster Google, Chris, Alice, Blair, and San, and I will leave you and love you. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. Bye.